You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS and greetings from Minute Maid Park where today the Houston Astros start a three-game series against the New York Yankees second home series of the year for the Astros they're coming off a three-game series sweep of the Oakland A's over the weekend including a 9-8 win yesterday, a walk-off win, a walk-off walk for Jose Altuve, who is 3-for-4. Aledmiz Diaz, 2-for-4, a three-run home run. He drove in four runs as the Astros, winners of three straight for the first time this year. Yankees also coming off a three-game series sweep in Baltimore, including a 15-3 win over the Orioles yesterday. Astros 5-5 on the year. Yankees are 5-4. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros, coming off a rough one his last time out against the Rangers, but it doesn't have too many rough ones in a row generally. He doesn't. I mean, every time that, uh, as an Astro anyway, when he has kind of a clunker, uh, he always comes back with a vengeance, especially with the strikeout. So we'll see how that works out tonight. Facing a uh, kind of a depleted lineup for the New York Yankees. So many guys on the injured list to start the season right now. Sometimes it's good to play a team when they're a little bit down. Masahiro Tanaka on the mound for the Yankees, one of the best in the American League. Astros have had some success against him in the past, though. They have. He has his worst numbers against any single opponent uh, when he faces the Astros. He's only beaten him one time. And uh, I think it's just an approach. You know, Tanaka gets... A lot of hitters to, to beat the ball in the ground because he keeps it so low. A lot of times they're not strikes, and the Astros have weighted him out, made sure he's elevated those pitches so they could hammer him. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you look at the Yankees right now, and it's not the Yankees team we're used to seeing. They're uh, walking wounded a little bit. Some of the guys on the DL, Dellen Batances, Didi Gregorius, Aaron Hicks, Luis Severino, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, Miguel and Duhar, so the Astros may be catching the Yankees at the right time, but A.J. Hensanger, you know, it could be a bit of a trap series, too, because you go into it maybe thinking, all right, this is maybe going to come a little easier than it would otherwise, but you never know. Yeah, that's a good name for it. I mean, I think, you're looking at paper right now, that if the Astros don't win this series, that it, it'll be a disappointment, especially uh, the way they were clicking offensively against Oakland. Uh, right now, uh, with the Yankees lineup, it's usually th- there's four or five guys, so you don't get a chance to circle one player and try to, you know, limit his damage and, and pitch around him. Right now, it's Aaron Judge. There's, it's a clear-cut choice right now for Houston. Up next, we'll have the manager show presented by Waste Management, and a little later, we'll hear from Astros infielder Aledmiz Diaz. But now, this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good. Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the ninth, 8-8 game. The 3-0. 
Inside ball four. Diaz comes home, and the Astros win it in a walk-off, nine to eight. A back and forth affair, and the Astros explode for nine runs in this one and sweep the A's for the first time at home since August of 2016. Well, it's the first game of the New York Yankees series, first of three, and I want to touch on yesterday's ball game first. Yuli Gurriel, second game of that Oakland series of, of the sweep, had three doubles, but you took him out of the lineup the next day. It was predisposed. But uh, kind of talk us through that situation when you let Yuli know that he was going to have the day off. Well, it's, it's um, you know, I, I go through the matchups and I go through the timeline. And I know when I want to give guys days off, and, and a day game um, is a great day for Yuli to have off. I've learned that over the last couple of seasons, and, and he takes great advantage of it and usually comes out really fresh. So I tell him a couple of days in advance. This particular time I told him the day before, I'm standing at first base with, with Yuli and Diaz and me. And I was like, Yuli, you, he said, you get uh, to play tonight. I'm going to have an off day tomorrow. And he thanked me. He was so happy to not have the day game, <laughs> not to play the day game. I go, it's Diaz day. So we used to call it Jake day, but we're going to call it Diaz day. And so Diaz turns to, to all of us and says, Yuli, three hits for you tonight, three hits for me tomorrow. <laughs> and so Yuli goes out and gets three hits. He gets yeah. his doubles. And so, you know, we put some pressure on him after the game. We were joking with Diaz as your day is tomorrow. And sure enough, he didn't get his three hits, but he got a, a huge home run early, uh, hit a bullet in the ninth inning to keep the rally alive and, and was part of a win. So uh, what, a, what a fun time to, uh, to make a decision and, and, and have it work out for everybody. Crack of the bat. The ball leads the, the bat off of Diaz in the first inning. Uh, did you think it was out of there? I did because it, the ball jumps differently, you know, when, when, especially in right field. And, you know, you could tell the ball was tracking. And you never quite know on an oppo homer unless it's just mashed. But mm -hmm. it had the trajectory that, yeah. you know, that I see from the side. I had a great view of it. Um, the ball jumped off his bat. And, and you could see the immediately Piscotti goes back. And, and, and it looked like he was going to get close to it. And whether he touched it or not, I'm not sure. But it was... Um, a huge hit for him, and, and as much as the, you know, the first the first week for for Diaz was rough. Um, yesterday was equally as good. I want to go through your lineup with you tonight, and I'll touch on the first two batters. This is what I'm thinking as an opposing pitcher, or even the opposing team. But you get Springer in there, and first of all, to lead off a game, it's very unsettling. You don't get a, a chance to, to try to throw strikes and play defense on that first batter because he can take you deep. Then Altuve is going to get you 200 hits. You can book that, and then it's. Bregman and Brantley. Tell me, tell me what that would do to any other team thinking of having to face those two guys in clutch situations. Sure. Well, I mean, pressure from the first pitch with Springer. I mean, it's 50-50. He throws an off-speed pitch on the first pitch of a game. Yeah. And, you know, as a pitcher, um, that's hard. a defeatist mentality. I mean, they're very nervous from the very beginning. And, and once we get to the middle of our order, you know, the quality of at-bats that you see, I mean, it's, you know, Brantley's scuffled a little bit at the beginning of the season, but he's still throwing up 10 and 12 pitch at-bats. He's still putting the ball in play pretty hard. Um, he's getting a few hits here and there. When Bregman gets hot, it's you know it's tough to pitch him. It doesn't matter where you throw it. He's on every pitch. He's um, swinging his strikes, taking balls. I mean, the, he, he and he and Brantley back to back are just exhausting for a pitcher to go through to go through and and and, and come out feeling okay. And just when you think you're going to breathe, you get to Correa and and he swung the bat pretty well. Yuli comes up and and you start pushing guys down in the order where I'm hitting. You know, Torino said what like 16, 18 home runs 18, last year. Yeah. And that, that's hitting in our nine holes. So when we're, when we're working at our best and we're doing our best, um, you know, we're, we're almost an impossible lineup to take a breather. And there's nowhere spot to take a breather. And that, that, to me, is how we suffocate pitchers and get them out of the game. AJ, for the Yankees tonight, they have Tanaka pitching. 
uh, big ground ball pitcher, but you guys have had a lot of success. What have you done? Well, we've been able to get his off speed in the zone. We, he, he's a guy that will tinker around the strike zone. He, he never really concedes a pitch. He doesn't pitch inside that much. Um, he relies on the anxiousness of the hitter to chase the slider, chase the split. Um, you know, he'll make a mistake. He's pretty homer prone, which is which is one thing that he's he's had a hard time with here in the states. Is is giving up the big homer, and if you can stay disciplined and inside the strike zone, you get into a couple counts, and he's got to throw a strike, even if it's with a secondary pitch, you have a chance to do some damage. It's he's tough because he, you know his misses are near misses. He's, he's not somebody that we call sprays the ball or or is too wild, but. You got to pick a pitch and you pitch in a location, but you got to stay inside the strike zone to, to put pressure on him. Hey, as a hitter, when you're trying to get a pitcher like that to get the ball up, are you looking out in front of home plate a little bit, out where you want to make contact? Well, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a breaking ball, you know you might need it to start at you, or you might you know, need to start up at your elbow okay. in order for it to be a strike. So it's more about where the pitch starts. Okay. It's going to dictate where the pitch ends up, and 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 that becomes pitch recognition. If you're looking. You know, soft, and you're going to see a fastball out of hand. You got to stay disciplined to take it. Um, and if if you if you can do that and get into one zero counts, two, two you know two 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 one counts, uh, the pressure shifts to the mound. And the pitch gets to home plate in less than half of a second. How do you guys do that? How yeah. does that slow down enough? Well, we don't all do it very well. I mean, there's only <laughs> a few that the few in the proud that do it pretty well. But um, you know, it's it is pitch recognition. It's repetition. It's yeah. It's concentration. It's going up with a plan, and and that's guy. That's why these guys are elite. All right, AJ. Good luck tonight. All right, so two outs and runners at the corners for Aledmi's Diaz. Still looking for his first hit of the year. 0 for nine. The 0-2 now fakes the go, and this ball's driven pretty deep to right. It sends back Piscotti at the wall. He leaps, and that ball is gone. A three-run home run for Aledmi's Diaz. His first hit in an Astros uniform, and the Astros go up five to two. Oh, there's your power hitting first baseman. Aledmiz Diaz going the other way. What an impressive swing of the bat. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Aledmiz Diaz. Big game for you yesterday, Aledmiz. Two for four, had a, a big three-run home run and four RBIs in, in the ball game. And you hadn't played in a week, so how did you keep yourself sharp over that time to, to have the performance that you had yesterday? Yeah, I think, you know, like uh, everybody knows his role in this team, you know, like, uh, and it's amazing to be part of this team. So for me, like every every day is like day game for me. So I game early, you know, like do like extra work in the cage. Uh, I go out to the field and take extra ground balls on every position I'm going to play in the week. And your home run that you hit in the first inning, opposite field home run, showing quite a bit of power the other way. Have you hit a, a, a lot of home runs that way? Actually, that's my first one in the big leagues, the wow. right field. So I was like, you know, excited yesterday, you know. But uh, yeah, I think like, um, you know, if I like stay like, uh, you know, like to the middle of the field, mm -hmm. I get homer like everywhere. So I was uh, very happy about that yesterday. Playing first base yesterday, first time you've ever played that position professionally. How did you prepare for playing first base? Did you get to do a lot of work in spring training with Jeff Bagwell when, when he was down? Yeah, I think I have the chance to like work a little bit in spring training, and also I have the chance to talk a lot with uh, Julie, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, just pick his mind, you know, like uh, he was like me, you know, coming to the United States uh, without playing first base in Cuba. So I tried to like, uh, you know, talk with him a lot, and I, the, uh, you know, Espada helped me a lot too, you know, like do like extra work, and uh, I feel comfortable there. 
What's the toughest part of playing first base? I feel like a lot of it kind of translates, you know, fielding ground balls, that sort of thing. You do that other spots in the infield, but there are a few things that are unique, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially, you know, like uh, noise, you know, like everybody arm in the infield, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, everybody, you know, like when they throw like Correa, Altuve, Bregman, they, they both that do different, you know. Mm-hmm. So just uh, about like, you know, like during the practice, uh, you know, get a few throws for them and feel ready for the game. Now you mentioned Yuli Gurriel, like you, from Cuba. I don't think people really understand here in the United States what a big name the Gurriel name is in, in Cuban baseball. I mean, it's it's a what two or three generations now, right? Yeah, for sure. So I think it's a, one of the best uh, baseball family in Cuba. You know, like his dad was like a great player. You know, and uh, at the same with him. You know, I grew up like watching him in the national team. So I got the chance to play um, my last two years in Cuba. The national team I played with him. Uh, so for me, it's a great have. Uh, you know, be part of this team and have him uh, to, you know, like teach me the, you know, for, um, how I play first baseman and talk about baseball all day. So you and Yuli were together on the on the national team. Was that the first time you got a chance to meet him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my last two years in Cuba, I was part of the national team. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I get there, you know, like he was like a big idol for me there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm happy with uh, be with him. Here. What what positions were you guys playing? Uh, I was uh, I played you know shortstop mostly in Cuba, mm-hmm. but I played uh, a little bit of second base and third base too. Where, where was Yuli playing on the national team when you were at short? Uh, uh, he played third and second too. So yeah, he was he's one amazing player. You know. How much exposure did you have to what was going on in Major League Baseball and, and the different players and what have you while you were down in Cuba? Uh, I. I I don't, you know, like it's tough for us, you know, because yeah. um, you know, for you know, American, they don't understand. Like in Cuba, we don't we don't know nothing about MLB, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially for me, uh, the first time I see like uh, really, you know, games was in 2006 with the first uh, World Baseball Classic, mm-hmm. and I, I was able to see like guys like Pujols, you know, like uh, uh, those stars, you know. So it was the first time I, I was able to see that uh, MLB games, you know. So you you were on that team and you got to come to the U.S. No, no, I was I was 16 at that time, you know, but I have the chance to see like uh, you know Pujols, the biggest star, you know. Like, oh, playing in the yeah, World Baseball Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was exciting, you know, like be able to see those guys like play the game that I love the most, you know. You came over to the United States from Cuba now in your fourth season in in the major leagues, and you know you learned English, I know, in part from watching the Ellen Show, right? You're a big fan of. Ellen DeGeneres, I understand you have a standing invite to, to come on our show. Yeah, well, well it's, uh, it was in 2016, you know, like, they made me an interview in California when we played against the, the Dodgers, and mm-hmm. I, I told the reporter, like, uh, I was a big uh, fan of Ellen's show, so they, uh, I told the producer uh, mm-hmm. later. Uh, we never, like, you know, like, planned to go there, but uh, I was excited, you know, that they take the, you know, the time and call me and, and see if we can, like, go to the, to the program. So you got you to make that happen, right? What do they film that in L.A. or New York? Oh, no, I'm going to be too nervous. I, I just <laughs> prefer to see it, you know, on YouTube, and uh, I don't, I don't want to go. You know, like, I'm going to be too nervous for me. What, what is it about the Ellen Show and Ellen DeGeneres that, that really connected with you? For me, it was like, the, you know, the way, like, she's, like, you know, like, interact with the, you know, the, with the fans, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, the, how, you know, like, how she, like, um, yeah, he's a great human being, you know, and uh, that was what I loved the most about her. All right, Aledmis Diaz, thanks so much for joining us and uh, continued success. Thank you, man. Astros fans, Lauren Blackwell up in the radio booth with your Astros radio broadcast team, Steve Sparks and Robert Ford. Robert, it's very early in the season. Astros unbeaten at home, Yankees unbeaten on the road. What is it about this matchup that makes it so exciting season after season? Well, these are two of the best teams in the American League, and that's been the case the last few years. Of course, there's some 
postseason history between these teams, 2015 AL wild card game, 2017 ALCS that went seven games. Astros, of course, winning both. And, I mean, again, talking about two of the best, and people like to see the two best teams or two of the better teams go up against each other, and that's what they're going to see these next three days. Absolutely. And speaking of two of the best, we've got Tanaka opposite JV tonight. Justin pitched very well against the Yankees last year. What you got on this matchup for me, Sparky? Well, Verlander does uh, pitch very well against the, the Yankees, including in the postseason the last couple of seasons. But – He's just one of the best pitchers that we're going to see in this generation, and he has a lot of different ways to, to beat you. Uh, he'll pitch inside, and he'll open things up with that great slider, elevated fastball, all of those things. He's not going to go out there the same way every time, and I think that's what makes him effective facing teams this many times and having that much success. All right, guys. As Robert said, two of the best over the next three days we'll right. get to watch. Other two of the best, we've got Robert Ford, Steve oh, Sparks. So Make sure you tune into them each and every Astros game. Sports Talk 790 or 7.40 a.m. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.